anything but that. What's up? Welcome to Glass Half Full Toledo. I am sitting in the luxurious Bourdain apartment. Don't laugh. Uh, right now, we actually tried to go to Tin Can, but still kind of crazy in there and hard to record things. This is probably one of my new favorite places downtown, in all honesty. I was very privileged to have been given the grand tour of this building this evening. And it's beautiful. I fully, fully understand. There's rumors that there's a three-year wait list to get in here, and I totally understand why. It's really well taken care of. The history of the building is very, very well preserved. Everything is clean. It's really, truly beautiful. If you're thinking about moving downtown in the near future, I would definitely, definitely check out this building. I have the honor of being here tonight with Mitch and Harley and Teske, and we are here in the Burdan. So thanks for doing this. Oh, well, you're welcome. We, we love it here, and we love to have, we love to show people the Burdan. I was thinking about this earlier, because I didn't know what you were going to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll get this out of the way, and then we can go from there, you know, when you contact me i started thinking about it and we've shared this story many times you know i have always looked at this building when it sat empty for over 40 years whatever and i thought why can't somebody make those into really cool apartments i would love to live in that apartment up there i think i was trying to think about i only saw the movie ghost one time but i know they lived in <laughs> they lived in a really cool loft apartment and i think they had like a big Big, awesome, curved window. Very similar to the ones on the fourth floor. And those are the ones that I always looked at. Because that's really... That would have been my first choice for an apartment was the fourth floor. Because I wanted that big, curved window. I thought that was just the greatest thing. But that's not the floor that we chose, after all. But I I just have always loved the downtown architecture and all these buildings. And I know my, my grandpa was a Toledo history buff. And he, we would come down here and he would talk about all the old buildings. And when he, in his prime, which was in the 20s and 30s, 40s, whatever, you know, that was when it was bustling down here. They came down here and they shopped and they went to, at that time, I'm sure they were called beer joints because that's what he always called them. <laughs> and uh, that was just what they did. You know, they went to Tidkey's and I know he took me to the Paramount Theater down here. That is so neat. And so I think it was probably from, I can barely remember being in the Paramount, but I think it was that that just really turned me on to all this architecture down here. Then I started working down here when uh, Portside was still, uh, was up and running. And again, looking at these empty buildings, thinking, okay, let's do something. Let's make, let's, let's make this, uh, make these apartments where we could live, where I could live someday. And it was always kind of just like a, literally a pipe dream. And then with all the revitalization that happened, and then we found out that when I was working down here and I knew they started construction on this, and uh, I thought that'd just be awesome. And then when the opportunity came along, we decided to check it out. And as I say, here we are, the rest is history. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you already had lamps that matched, so you have to. That's like a that's like a sign. Very true. Very true. 
So you are, can I say this, your residents on call? Yes, we are. For this building? Mm -hmm. And the standard mm -hmm. lofts. Oh, nice. Okay. So what does that mean? Well, we moved in uh, the first, the second month, towards the end of the second month that they were taking residence in here. And uh, just fell in love with the place. And uh, through our work with the Toledo Warehouse District Association and being on the Wanda the Warehouse tour and working with it for two years in a row, uh, the first, actually, the Berdan has been on for three years. The first year was when the building was gutted and was filled with just steel girders. And everyone came in and said, this is going to be apartment someday. And everybody went, yeah, sure. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> there was, you know, I, I'm assuming at one point in time there was no roof on the place and everything else. They probably had that patched, but it was really just a big shell with steel girders in it. And then a year later, it was on the tour, and they had an ap apartments finished, but there were no occupants yet. And uh, actually, two doors down is where I was stationed, and so they were showing them at that time. We had signed the lease at that point. Then this last year, we opened up uh, our apartment for the tour and had, there were about almost approximately 1,400 people on the tour that year, and I think 99% wow. of them came through the apartment. Yes. Um, it we, was... We had a line out yeah. the door. Oh my god! And they gosh. just came in the door, circled around, and went right back out the door. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. We, were, we had a lot for almost the four hours straight through the tour there was a line of people uh, draping through the apartment <laughs> which was weird in a way and yet it was it was a lot of fun we had quite a few people that thought the apartment was overstaged you know yeah. for the showing we're like it's not staged yeah we live, we live here, here. <laughs> and it is a it is a lived-in apartment i mean there are lots of there's a lot of stuff <laughs> there's a lot of stuff everywhere hiding at some of them hiding some of it from you today but you know we do live here and it's not that big a thousand and twenty eight square feet but mm -hmm. we uh, we make it work when did you move in end of november 2017 okay we signed the lease earlier that year in august i believe and they didn't have they did the building in two phases and this was on the first phase of the building but I told you, like I said, uh, they had poured the new floor in here and had some work with the door to do. And I didn't know why it was taking so long because it was driving me crazy because I knew other people were moving in. And I'm like, we we're still one of the first ones to sign. Why can't they finish our apartment? Why are they doing these other ones when we're ready to move? They finally got around to it and we moved in. So going on a year and a half. Wow. I would have guessed like five at least based on i'm not joking like it looks it does it looks like a home that's really really great thank you okay so pre-tin can is when you moved in right that did not exist or that was it already yet no we moved in in november and they opened the following i think february or march so yeah, we had it was in the spring of the following year yeah they were open before uh opening day so yeah it was just in time for for that so we kind of talked about this a little bit, but the stark differences between the types of people that live in buildings like this, because I know, like, I've talked about this at LaSalle. It's just interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I said, so we started and managed the Facebook mm -hmm. uh, page for the Berdan, for the Berdan residents. I bet that is entertaining and terrifying. Um, it's not bad. It's really? not bad. Oh, that's nice. And yeah. they, they, when they... Um, when they move in, they see the sign in the elevator that says mm -hmm. join the group, and they send a request, and we ask for their apartment number. 
uh, just so we can make sure that no one else is just like, yeah, I want to be in the group. Yeah. And um, so, and then of course, I'm kind of a bit of a stalker, you know. I'll look at their profile, and uh, I see a lot of them. Like I said, they are. I would say there's 115 apartments. I would say 80 percent probably are 20 to 30 year olds. Mm. Oh, I would my say mind. More like 90. You think nine? Yeah, yeah. There's a, a small handful of us that are forty and over that live here. A very small handful. I would say probably mind. like four, maybe five apartments. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it is a it's a small number. Because mm-hmm. uh, we were, we were kind of talking about this. Like, I can't imagine being that responsible when I was twenty two. <laughs> no. Like, how do you? Yeah. I think, wow. I think, well, I think my rent when I was in my twenties at some chain <laughs> chain apartment complex that's in the area i think i paid 235 dollars whatever and i mean yep. of course that was that was last century but that was still tough to come up with too sometimes yeah and yeah now that you're talking that it's these are average for they range from uh, i think about 800 to 1200 what? it's about a dollar a square foot is about what it is um, I think uh, and different ones have different amenities and that kind of comes into play. The two bedroom, two baths, I think, are just bigger to begin with and so those are more. And for some reason, I think the prime view on the corner of the stadium, I think, is worth is, more. Is worth more, yeah. But a lot of the people that live here work downtown. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't tell you how many people I see walking to work from here. I mean, between ProMedica... Owens Corning, SSOE, which is the engineering firm or architectural firm down here. There are so many people that live in this building that work down here. I would love to get a job where I could walk to work. At one time we talked about it, we thought about something and we thought, well, if we actually both work downtown, we could get rid of one car and we would be able to just walk to work. It's like city, city living at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do walk. I mean, that's one of the greatest things about living downtown mm-hmm. here is we walk to restaurants, we walk to bars, we walk to uh, Hensville, we walk to the concerts, we walk down to Prometica concerts, we yeah. walk to the theater, mm-hmm. and we go for walks. We just, um, I started a new job, and I told someone about, I live downtown, and they started telling me what their thoughts were about being scared downtown all this i'm like there's nothing to be there's just really (laughs) nothing to be frightened about so we go for walks and i'm not saying that every single street that we walk down maybe at night feels the absolute best but again my theory is there are police departments in ottawa hills Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you think there's no crime in Ottawa hills why would they have a police department right and i don't think anybody downtown is sitting waiting in a dark street, <laughs> they could sit there for an hour before somebody comes by sometimes. Yeah, They're yeah. not going to do that. Yeah. They're more likely to go where there are more people. So I think you're better off walking down a dark street. But yeah. they do have security that patrols downtown. Mm-hmm. I mean, constantly. More than you, you know, think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I see security patrolling so often, you know, up and down the streets. Because there's so much of a younger crowd down mm-hmm. here. You know, yeah. and more bars down here, I think, than most areas of Toledo. Yeah, because there yeah. are, especially at night, there are there is a lot of police presence, I think, more than yeah. people give them credit for. There is. But the only it's... thing I wish we had, well, most people that live down here wish we had was a grocery store. In, in Aldi or what's the, 
the big chain. Trader Joe's. Trader oh, Joe's. Oh, yeah, love that'd be Trader. great. It would be like a destination yeah. for downtown. Yeah. Everybody would come down here for that. Yeah, not mm-hmm. just the people that live here. I mean, you go down to the farmer's market on Saturday mornings, mm-hmm. which we love because we just got our little grocery getter. Yeah. And we just yeah. go go down there and we fill her up and come back home. Um, but, yeah, if there was a destination store like that, it would not only draw everybody that lives down here in the countless mm-hmm. lofts, mm-hmm. condos, and apartment buildings around here, but other people would come come to or even a even small mom pa i was thinking about this is like okay you can only eat and drink so much mm-hmm. and you can only go to the concerts when they are so on that particular event you know there's i don't think there's enough shopping yeah downtown. there's not enough business there's space. not boutiques yeah. there's not ga- uh, galleries uh you know bookstore does anybody read books anymore that was kind of old school of me to say <laughs> that i guess um but you know like even just fun shop fun shops fun t-shirt shop um uh, that's that's reasonable that people mm-hmm. can afford i have this fascination with madison wisconsin and they have a, a street there called state street which was which is no traffic all pedestrian and it is probably 20 blocks of unique shops restaurants bars they have a big theater complex there and you know you can just you can spend all day there wandering in all these different shops and we don't have anything like that here to to draw people to do anything besides eat and drink even just a place to to you know purchase regular groceries i mean there's only so much you can buy at the farmer's market. You, well, you you go to the market on the green? Yeah, but it's far. I mean, it's not far an easy you. walk. Right. And then, you know, even then they they have almost everything, but not quite. So I'm still driving to, like, Perrysburg or, yeah. you know. I mean, you're right. It would be nice to have something that was your, your yeah. one stop. But yet, if you live in Perrysburg, you don't usually walk to your grocery store either. Right, you're gonna, yeah. You're going to drive your seven minutes across town or whatever. Mm-hmm. To get over to the other side of town where all the grocery stores are, I go out, uh, I have my choice, I either go down 75 mm-hmm. to get to Perrysburg, where I have all the superstores, yep. uh, or I go out Navarre Avenue and I make my loop out there where all my favorite places are. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I can buy ice cream and still be home before it melts. It's not, not, it's not <laughs> yeah. that, it's not that right. far. Yeah, yeah, I'm home before I even know it. Big deal, I got to get in the car. I've yeah. always gotten in the car to go go to the grocery store. I don't know where I would. So. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's Ohio. <laughs> what else are you going to do? <laughs> you both have such a unique connection to the Burdan. And not only is it your home now, obviously, but you both have this amazing appreciation for its rich history, too, which I think is really a unique find for a tenant or an apartment dweller. This was a that it was the law it was the toledo's first large urban redevelopment project um and this building was a one of the largest uh, produce warehouse uh, of its kind between chicago and new york and i don't know how in 1902 and 3 when it was built and the trains came up here and dumped produce off and then they got them in trucks and where they went to i didn't know there was that many trucks in that kind of time period where they would ship out produce to places but I guess maybe you got it and it wasn't as fresh as you would like it. Um, If you think of the, I mean, the building itself was built in 1902. Yep. Yeah, 1902. That's amazing. And 
here it still stands. Placed on the yeah. uh, you know, That's placed amazing. on the historic landmark list in 1975. Yeah, I actually have pictures of when they started remodeling. You know, we're very excited to see what's going to happen with the Pythian Castle and Fort Industry, uh, the same owners that own this. Um, they also bought a building downtown near the Spitzer building, okay. on Caddy Corner from there that they're going to start redoing, and the Commerce Paper Company across the street that they're going to start redoing. Construction on all that is supposed to start this spring. The building's 130,000 square feet. I said we have 115 uh, apartments. apartments. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot, but it looks, it feels bigger, I think, when you mm-hmm. walk in. It's almost know? the whole block, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're like, oh, like 400 people live in there, you know. I mean, they probably do, but. How many apartments are in the cell? About the same. I think we're, we're still under the 200 mark. Mm-hmm. That's how many floors? Nine. We really only have four stories of living here. Yeah, but you're, Spread it's wider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I, which I like. Um, but the ceilings are so high at LaSalle, you, you wouldn't right. know. I mean, you don't really. Anyway, no, do you unless have, someone gets real crazy. <laughs> do you have underground parking at the We list? do, and and there's a big wait list. So where do you park? Parking. So they have a tiny lot, and that's it's a free-for-all. It's just whatever time of day you get home, oh, and really? no one's tagged. So sometimes you park and you realize that like the four people next to you like don't even live there they just park there because they're visiting and it's like uh you guys so yeah it's but there's really nice street parking it's not a big deal to cross the street and come over but it's sometimes it sucks like if there's a walleye game you're screwed you're like all right i guess i'm walking like six blocks back you know but to not know where your spot yeah we we pay extra for our parking spots in the garage Mm -hmm. but you know, we and we debated about it a little bit, but we thought about the fact that there is no snow, no snow to scrape no off. Snow. You can go out there in the summer when you leave in the summertime. It's not going to be 900 degrees in your car, and you know that you have a spot. The first month that I moved in, I was like adamant. You know, no, I'm not going to pay that for a parking spot. The parking's right there. I'll do it. The amount of parking tickets I got, I should have just paid for the spot. <laughs> With so many, so much redevelopment down here I mean there's going to be a lot more people moving down here Mm -hmm. and I think Toledo downtown Toledo is going to continue to grow and revitalize I really do Mm -hmm. yeah I think of course the stadium stadium was the catalyst for everything and all the restaurants and bars now if we can just turn that corner and get a little bit more variety uh, I know parking parking is always a an issue whether there is the availability of it or the little mindset that just says they don't want to pay. <laughs> Again, maybe when they tweak the bus service around here too, that'll help a little bit. People can get on bikes now. Uh, I'm anxious to do that this summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah me too. I can't yeah. wait. It just needs to be a little bit warmer. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And we haven't even taken a golf cart. <laughs> we were, I think, we were at dinner one night and a couple blocks from here, and it was kind of cold and rainy. And when we came out, and we kind of toyed with the idea of, like, should we get a golf cart? But then I was like, no, it's two blocks. We won't melt. We can <laughs> we can get there. Yeah, we left Pizza Popless. <laughs> we're like, it's literally right there. So, but we were very full. And... <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, eat, drink, and be merry. <laughs> you heard it here first. Thank you both so much for coming on and sharing your beautiful, beautiful home with me. Downtown is where it's at, Toledo. Cheers.